0: I'm just going to give a testimony today. Um, I was raised in in a non-Christian home. We, my dad and mom, were in all kinds of craziness. Uh, they were hippies, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if you can grow up a hippie, but I guess so. I, anyway, but when I came to know Christ, I tried everything under the sun, and there was meaninglessness. You know, in, in, uh, Ecclesiastes. Solomon talks about it and the emptiness, it never, it never fills up. It never fills up. But uh, when I came to know Christ, I was full and yet hungry. Like Paul says, Uh, I was full, full of joy and peace. And this, this time of the year with all the chaos and and then the last year and a half, the noise and the chaos and the kinds of things going on, it's time to, Stop and listen. What is, what is the Lord saying? Like Elijah was running from Jezebel after doing great ministry and great power and seeing the anointing of God and destroying strongholds of wickedness. And then he was drained. And Jezebel said, I'm going to get you. And so he ran and he hid. And there was loud noises and all kinds of things going on. But God didn't speak until that small, still voice. That moment of silence used to be a hard thing in church. That's when we can hear the Lord. And as uh, Suzanne was praying this morning during worship practice or at the end of it, uh, give us ears to hear what the Lord is saying. So I just want to pray a little bit then for my sake. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this word today. Thank you for this time to share. And we pray and ask God that you would give us ears to hear what you are saying. Shut out all the noise of the world, all the noise of our flesh, and all the clamoring things that must be heard. God, help us to hear you and what you are saying. Thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um. I have some slides, want you can see the first one, we'll keep it right there for just a second. We'll go to the third slide in, in just a minute. But uh bring you greetings from Slovakia, hello. Um, our pastors and uh, general superintendent uh, was our lead pastor of the church that we were at in, in Kosica. If you can say pizza, you can say Kosica. It looks like Kosice, but it's Kosica. And we lived there and ministered there. And we're going to give some testimonies today about what God has been doing in Slovakia. Our testimony is your testimony. Uh, In Revelation, the Bible tells us that they overcame uh, overcame the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. God has given us a testimony. Everybody, if God hasn't done something for you, start praying and listening. He wants to do something so that you can share that. Not somebody else's story, but your story. Because it means a lot more to you and to those that you're sharing with. You have a testimony. We'll go to the third slide. And uh, can I see them back there or? Okay, I'll just see it right there. But uh, a testimony came up to heaven. Can you imagine that? Okay. But I'm just kind of giving you a context. Acts chapter 10 at Cornelius' house. The angel of the Lord showed up and told him. He said, your praying and your giving has come up as a memorial. Or I'll put in my words, a testimony before the Lord. Cornelius was not a, a, a Jew. He was a Gentile. He gave and he prayed. His family were devout people that loved God. And they were not Jewish people. And God chose him to pour out the Holy Spirit on the Gentiles. The Holy Spirit can come on the Gentiles. And God chose that family because of his praying is given because of his testimony. And then Paul gives a testimony to the people in Philippians, in Philippians at the church of Philippi. That he had gone to Macedonia and they had given given and prayed for him again and again in Thessalonica again and again and he said I'm not looking for another offering but what I'm looking for is more be be credited to your account so these testimonies that I'm going to give today are credited to your account here at Portview your family not past not just pastor and Suzanne not just Paul and Christine and Mitch and all the people that serve but Each one of us. It's your testimony. It's credited to your account. We'll go to the next slide. (laughs) I should have got my computer up here, but I hate that. Anyway, what I want to say is, uh, first of all, we've been involved in missions for over 20 years. We pastored in the UP with uh, Pastor Mark. We started on the same Sunday morning. Uh, I was in Antenagin and he was in uh, Marquette. And we enjoyed that, but, uh, and we've been in pastoral ministry about thir- 15 years. But then we served as missionaries. Uh, they tell us in Springfield, they add up, I don't know, all the minutes and all that, and they add a little bit or something, 26, 27 years we've been in missions. But we can't go and do without you praying and giving. And that's 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 the testimony. You pray and give. We go and preach, and the Lord brings the increase. Amen. We'll go to the next slide. With what we've been involved in in the last 10 years in Slovakia is community events reaching out to the gypsy population. They are uh, 90% unemployment. There's about the same amount of population in uh, Wisconsin as there is in Slovakia. And uh, we have it's about half the land size. And there's 5.5 million 500,000 of them are Roma Or Gypsy people They prefer to be called Gypsy Or prefer to call be Roma But so that you understand what we're talking about uh, Gypsy or Roma people And uh, we are ministering to those folks So the Slovak churches Which will be kind of northern uh, Or central European folks like us uh, They are reaching out to them, planning churches. And now we have uh, community events where we go and we reach them and touch them and show them the love of Christ. And so we've had some great things. And then to follow that, we have been able to go in and have construction teams to build churches. And then we've been involved also while we're not doing those things, community events and building churches, we have a university ministry and, uh, you know, Pastor and Suzanne were talking to the missionaries last night. We had a missionary gathering. It was wonderful, great times. We had uh, some some uh, we missionaries. Suzanne said, I'll just go it this way. Suzanne said, we're living the dream here. We, we have our kids and our grandkids here. We're living the dream. Well, as missionaries, we're living the dream. We were able to take our kids with us, but then they got married and left. I don't get that. But I'm glad they left, and they're glad they left. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, the point is, is that God gave us these university students from around the world, literally, all different colors. And uh, it's wonderful. We love those guys. And they become uh, our kids, and we become their surrogate parents. But we're also friends and pastors, and we've been able to do all kinds of pastoral things. And it's so wonderful because God knows who, He He made us in our gifts, and and He knows what we're doing, and He wants He ministers through us, and it's just so wonderful to do that. So anyway, but the most thing is is that the bottom line is that we want to make disciples. God didn't just say we want to see a thousand people come to Christ. Look at that, I raised I you know we've led a thousand people. How many of those are in church? How many of those are growing in Christ? And how many of those have won their families to Christ and are seeing other families come to Christ through that? That's been happening, folks, because God called us to make disciples. And that's been our emphasis with the leadership in Slovakia and us as missionaries to come alongside, to work together, to make disciples. And so this is your testimonies. We'll go to the next slide. Um, this is what a community event looks like. We have tents number one and uh, tent number two, tent number three. Tent number one, we give them hot food. Again, it's 90% unemployment. It's 90% unemployment among the Gypsy Roma people. Um, they have a welfare. They get about 300 bucks a, a family. The economy is uh, 1.24% or 124% Above what it's here. So like here's 100% and it's 24% above that. The cost of living there. And so, uh, you know, I get into numbers. My wife says, okay, move on. And, uh, <clears throat> but we feed them food. And uh, when we first started doing our community events, we had Slovaks and missionaries doing the leading. Now we have Roma and Gypsy pastors and Music, musicians and worship teams and preachers and people giving testimonies in their language from their people. And that's what missions is about. And you I remember when we first went to Lithuania in 2000, we said we're going to work ourselves out of a job, man. It is painful to work yourself out of a job. (laughs) But the Lord brings the increase. And, like Pastor said today, and I, I don't like what he said God brings change and it's always good. <laughs> my flesh does not like that at all. But in my heart, in my spirit, I understand that. Because we left Lithuania after 10 years and went to Slovakia, and wow, it's been awesome. And that transition was, mm. but the sustainability that we've built into this is now that they're, they're doing those things. While we're here in the state stuck here with COVID, that we're they're still doing these things, and the the connections that we made because first of all we feed them, then tent number two is kids' church. Then there's other tents where they do fingernail stuff and and haircuts and uh, medical screening and all kinds of things that's going on in the event. And then tent number three, they go in there and they hear worship and testimonies and the preaching of God's word. And in this place, Lipani, Slovakia, I go out after, at the end of the preaching, before the pastor gives the altar call, I go out and I get ready because we have bags of food. We have fresh bread made that's brought there in the morning, and then we uh, have bags bagged up. And then when a the team comes, we we'll bag those te- bags up with teams, and we'll fill those bags up, and then we give them a bag of groceries and a New Testament, and they go. And then we follow up with them because each family has had an invitation. So we know approximately how many people are coming. They give us that invitation. We give them food in a Bible. And because of BGMC, do you guys do that here? We give them children's literature. That they've learned about Jesus in the kids tent. Because they are the church. Us old fogies, we're not the church. It's the youth and the young and, and the kids. And we need to teach them about Christ. But anyway, we, then we send them out. So I go out there to get ready to the bags and stuff, getting ready to hand them out as the, they start streaming through, meeting their kids and go home. And then the next group will come in. So we'll do four, five, six of those events a day and about from anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 people a day. And, and we'll do that on a Saturday. And so I get ready for that. And they said, Pastor, you need to come back in the tent. Well, I got to be here. No, so I come back in and I look and they have made the altar call and they don't have enough people to pray with all the people that came forward. There wasn't a chair, wasn't a person in any of the chairs. That happened three times that day in this town. 100% participation that came to the altar to accept Christ, to feel and know the love of God. And and, uh, there's a church in this town now. Because of your giving and because of your praying, it's your testimony. It's not me and it's not Patty. It's not our leadership in Slovakia. It's you guys. It's credited to your account. I hope you understand and hear what I'm saying. This is truth. This is accredited to your account. We'll go to the next slide. This church here, you can see the small red little building there. That was their church. It had 60 people. We did a uh, community event there on Saturday. Sunday morning, they had 100 first-time visitors in that church. So next Sunday, they had 200 people show up to that little building for church. So we ran an extension cord about 300 yards up the hill to this building that you can see. In the, I won't try the bottom of the left or the right. Can you understand which one it is? Okay. So I get my left and my right mixed up, and me and my daughter, we we, we connect. I say right, and she goes this way, and I go that way. I'm That's what I meant. But anyway, drives Patty and our other daughter crazy. But <clears throat> So then we were able to, with funds from churches, me and some of the guys from the church and the pastor put the roof on that church. And now the inside, we've had teams come and make the inside great, and now they have a church that runs over 200 people. Because we just reached out and showed them the love of Christ. And this has happened over and over and over again. And you can see the water baptism there. That year they had over 100 people baptized in water. To follow up and follow through. With not just hearing about Christ. Accepting Christ. But growing and making disciples. Amen. We'll go to the next slide. Uh, this, ha- this is another church that was planted by a church that was planted and we on these grounds where you see the building Without the roof and then with the roof We had a community event on those grounds And we prayed and believed for those grounds And then the enemy didn't want to let them go But praise God we have them today We're building that building And again they started with about, they started as small groups And being bussed up to another church That became the mother church And then, then we launched that church And with the community event And now we have a building there With following through with teams And uh, some of our university students Help us Reach out in these community events as well. And so they're running about 200 people in this church today. Now, COVID, obviously, it's goofed up, but this is what's happening. This is what we're doing with the funds that you give us and the money that. And I I just felt like the Lord and I don't know um, the the prophetic words and things like that and stuff. And I I feel like the Lord is saying to somebody is that, uh, oh, they always talk about money. Uh, if that's you today, I feel like the Lord is saying it's your time to give. To let loose of that and let God bless you. The Lord, he says in, my, in Malachi, test me and see that I'll not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you more than you can contain. And we're going to take an offering at the end. And I didn't ask pastor, but there McClungs.net. mclungs.net, there's a giving site. You can give there. You can give on, online to the church. Or you can give in the offering, and but it takes money to do this. Each one of these events goes from five to ten thousand dollars. Half of that is going out in groceries. So thank you for your giving, and uh, I always get a little. But I know that that's what the Lord is saying. If you've ever complained about giving and people talking too much about church at at church about giving, it's your time to give today. And see that what the Lord will do, not me, not pastor, not the church, not the assemblies of God, but what God will do. Amen. Okay, we'll go to the next slide. This uh, all, As you see the construction team, we could leave it just a second. We have many teams that come, and we enjoy that, and we're looking forward for teams coming to occupy because we need to finish that church, and we have seven building projects that we want to do. This is our university students. You see all these girls and guys? It's so awesome. We love these girls and guys, and I could talk all day about them. But just we, we were able to be their pastors, and it was such a wonderful time. We had them every day at our house, every Sunday afternoon uh, during the school year, and uh, then holidays and stuff, they'd go back to their places. Some in mo- uh, in Zimbabwe, to uh, Kenya, to uh, Sri Lanka, and Africa, and some in places in, in in Europe and things. And we would just we were so blessed by them because of your praying and because of your giving. We were able to minister these guys and help them uh, grow in Christ. It's been a wonderful time. We'll go to the next slide, and here's the testimonies. We can, yeah, we'll go. And uh, Ketsaropsa, um, I'm going to skip this one because I, I, I'm kind of out of time. Uh, how many give me five more minutes? Hold the hands up, five, 10, 15, 20. 20. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll tell you about this one. We did the event there. The people from Convoy of Hope in Springfield came there, had a board meeting there, the global board meeting in in Slovakia. And then they came out to our event, and then they offered me a job in Springfield, and I don't want to live in Springfield, however I am living there now. But anyway, uh, the point is is that the Lord knows. Amen? So we had this event. Over 350 people came to Christ at this event. And there's about 2,000 people in the, in the town. 1,400, 1,500 of them are Roma or Gypsy people, and 500 are Slovaks. The mayor called about six months after, called Pastor, excuse me, Pastor Igor, and he said, "Hey, I need to talk to you, man." Uh, I said, "He says um, before that event, you guys did that event. Our town was in chaos. When they'd get their welfare checks, the mail carrier had to have a police escort to give those checks out. Then there would be partying and fighting and all kinds of mayhem going on." And uh, they call the ambulance and the ambulance had to have a police escort so it didn't get ra- raided and robbed. He said, ever since you did that event, they got their first check. Then they got the next month, they got their other check. And then the next month, And he said, the mail courier says she doesn't need a police escort anymore. They're not partying and fighting. And then when they do need to call the ambulance, they help the ambulance find the person. And get to where the need is. It has changed our whole community. That's the power of the love of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it's credited to your account, guys. We can't do it without you. We can't do it. But thank you for giving. We're going to have an offering later. We're going to have things going on, but this next slide is, is, brings it all together. What we've been able to do since 2013, we've had over 20 of these community events. We've seen over 2,000 people come to Christ. We have planted five churches, and there's others in the works because of these things. Uh, we've had 35 teams come and help us build churches and, and reach out to these, guys, to these folks. But God has brought the increase. It's because of your praying and giving that we give it, and we do this. And that's, and and the Lord brings the increase. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. I'm going to scoot over here so I can read it. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And also pray for me. Every time I read that, I think, pray for Paul. I mean, this guy was the missionary, the pastor, the Bible writer, and anointed and the power of God. And but pray for us. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your church. Pray for your community. Pray for all God's people. We need your prayers. In 2013, Patty had sudden, full sudden cardiac arrest. She was in a coma and on life support and non-responsive for 26 hours. The doctor said, if she lives, the neurologist said, if she lives. She'll have serious brain damage because she was without electricity to the brain for over 10 minutes. Galen Hendrickson came to Eau Claire, Wisconsin. He tried to talk to her. Then he said, well, let's pray. He said, in Jesus name, amen. We opened our eyes and Patty was looking at us. Five days later, Patty walked out of the hospital. No brain damage. It's because people were praying. And if I'd have had a million bucks in the bank, it wouldn't have mattered. We got to Springfield, Missouri, March of 2020, April of 2020 had to take her to the emergency room. She was in the hospital seven times last year in nine months. But in January, because of your praying, the doctor was able to find out what was wrong and her heart's back to steady. Rock solid is his words. And I thank the Lord for that. Thank you for praying.
1: Many of you like victory. <laughs> I do too. God's been good. Oh, I have to catch my composure. But before there can be victory, there has to be discomfort, a struggle, a disappointment, a battle a war otherwise there would never be victory and like the song says if I'd never known to have a problem I'd never know that he could solve them but there is victory in every disease in every disappointment in every hardship there is victory to be had because of God because of God In 2 Corinthians, it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, but inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I was just thinking about how God orchestrates every service, every weekend, God orchestrates every service. And my favorite verse for this season of my life is Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all peace and joy. And now I just... (laughs) <laughs> I got I to find it now. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Where is your hope today? Our hope needs to be in Him, because no matter what's going on here in life, in this world, there is hope. In Jesus Christ. I have one simple testimony. Right before we left Slovakia, one of the Roma pastors came up to me, and he said, Patty, i got to tell you this story. And just a few months previous to this, we had the New Testament translated into the Roma language. And we were passing them out by the hundreds. I mean, everybody wanted a Roma Bible. And this elderly lady came up to Pastor Marek, And she was crying, and she said, Pastor Mark, I didn't know that God knew my language. She had finally received the hope and the promises in her language, and she could read them and believe them and know that God was real. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name.
2: You see why we love these guys? God's doing amazing, great things. And thank you for reminding us or for helping us to, to remember that we're part of it. Sometimes it's a church, it's hard, you, we forget that, right? It's like, yeah, they're on the other side of the world and yeah, we just write out checks. But it's not writing out checks. It's being part of something bigger. And uh, I remember hearing when you went in the hospital, Patty, and I don't think anybody thought you were coming out. I mean, that was kind of the report. You weren't coming out. And we were there, you're our friends, and we're thinking, what are the, and as the conversations with us, was, What, are, what are, what's Wendell going to do now? Well, guess what? God wasn't done with you yet. <laughs> you're a miracle. And uh, um, if you're from the church, what you know is that every time we have a missionary come in, we give you a chance to give. Um, toward their ministry at the end of this. You can either give, we'll, we'll pass the offering plates to give that way, give online on our church website or as he said, there's a, you can give directly to them um, through their website. But um, we give you a chance to give, to sow into their, into their ministry and we just really believe that it's an honor um, for us to be able to do that. i got a check hiding here somewhere. I put it in the wrong offering. <laughs> just write McClellan's on there and, and it, will go, it will go to them. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, I was going to do it after, but you guys are going to sing a song. Wendell asked for a song. So I was going to share something as the offering's taken, but instead I want to do it right now. We just sent a picture, just sent a picture to Stephanie to put up on the screens off of, off of an email or a text message that Suzanne just got. And I want to share it because of miracles, the miracle of Patty. And we're going to see in a second the miracle of Robin. Robin is from our church. If you don't know... If you don't know Robin's story, Robin has literally suffered more than anybody I know in this world. Robin, you might be watching right now, and we love you. And she had a revolutionary new procedure done at Cleveland Clinic. Cleveland Clinic. they they scanned her bronchioles and 3D printed, I'm gonna get it, 3D printed bronchioles, the shape of her, and implanted them in her. And now she is today, in the last couple of days three to five hours off a ventilator at a time and up walking around. So three she's lived on a ventilator three to five hours at a time without being on a ventilator. And so it's a miracle. It's absolutely amazing. It's the miracle of God's creative genius put into people and a miracle of prayer. And so to Sunday, today is just a day of recognize the miraculous power of God. And that that's what we're part of. And so these guys asked if we would celebrate during the work offering um, with this song. So for ushers that come this morning, just begin to pass the plates, and then we're going to sing this song. And at the end, um, I will come up again. Pray for Let's give me a mic. Come
0: on up. Okay. Um, I love my granddaughter. She's six months old today, yesterday. I can't imagine that God loves her more than I do. But He does. And He loves us all the same way. This song that we're going to sing, we're going to pray for Slovakia. We're going to pray for Wisconsin. We're going to pray for the world and all of our unsaved loved ones. The seeds of the gospel are in their hearts. We pray that those seeds would cry out for water. That the water of God's love and those seeds would come forth and they would give their hearts and lives back to Christ. That's why I want to sing that song and pray over your families the blessing of the Lord from the Old Testament.
3: And your family And your children And their children And their children His presence Go before you And behind you And beside you All around you And within you He is with you He is with you In the morning In the evening In your coming And your going In your weeping Rejoicing, He is for you. 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 children, and their children, and their children, may His presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you, and within you, He is with you, He is with you. In the morning, in the evening, in your coming, and your going. In your weeping and rejoicing, he is for you, 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 he is for you.
2: thank you that you are for us, that you're for our kids, you're for our grandkids, you're for our parents and our grandparents, and you're for our neighbors and our co-workers and our friends. And Lord, we've heard all these stories today from Slovakia of people where the gospel is presented and people respond in mass. And Lord, we would ask that that would not just happen in Slovakia, but that would happen everywhere the gospel is presented in every home. Lord around around the Christmas tree coming up as, as families gather and the, and the message of Christ is told again. Lord in every community, every tavern in the town, in every church, Lord in every workplace, in every home that is the gospel of message the message is told, the, the love of Jesus. That Lord, people's lives would be changed. They'd be changed by the by you, Lord, not by people, not by the church, but by the God of the church. And that Lord, um, we would see um, this this Advent season, this Christmas season, we would see our loved ones that we've been praying for um, come to know you as Savior. And Lord, there will be a renewed, a, a renewed purpose in us to to pray again. Lord, for so many, they've gotten, we've grown weary in well-doing. But Lord, there are, there are kids of ours that we've maybe said it's just not gonna happen. Lord, it's, it's your plan to happen. It's your plan for our kids to know you. It's, our, it's your plan for our grandkids to know you. It's our plan for our neighbors to know you. And I pray, God, that you'd by your spirit increase in intensity within our very souls to pray and to give and to share so that, Lord, we would get the the joy of of continuing to partner as we partnered in Slovakia, but partner in our own neighborhoods and our own families in seeing people come to know you. And, Lord, so many of us in here are impossible testimonies. Lord, my own family 20 years ago, no one knew the Lord. And now, Lord, the vast majority of people in my relation are believers in you. They follow you. They're sitting in churches today that none of them were 20 years ago and almost all of them are now. Lord, that's your plan for every family. And we pray, God, that we would see that happen now. That, Lord, the opportunities of COVID, of, of people being, their, their, their values being shaken, their, their belief that they can control everything being shaken. And let them say that, they, let them realize they're, they're not in control, but you are. And that, Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. And so, Lord, we lift up our families to you today. We lift up ourselves to you and say, God, re-breathe into us a passion for those who don't know you yet. Lord, a passion for making disciples. Helping people become more like you? Lord, because we know that's the only place of joy. That abiding with you is the source of joy. So, Lord, today... I pray that as we've been with you in this moment, that, Lord, we would walk out of here with hearts filled with joy and, and and hearts filled with purpose to know you've called us, Lord, to share your love and your grace with everybody around us. So, Lord, thank you. We pray your blessings upon the McClung's. Lord, thank you that you brought them to our church today. Thank you that it's so very clear that you weaved thoughts together, that you had a message for today. Lord, you weave that together in a way to talk to us. Lord, we pray that everything they put their hands to would be blessed. We pray for their children that they would walk firmly in you. Lord, we pray for their, she said, their brand new grand, granddaughter and all their other grandkids. Lord, we pray for you to to uh, to use them as an example for all of them as they are, are here now, but looking to get back over to Europe. So, Lord, we just pray cover them in your presence in your protection in Jesus name Amen I just want to share one thing as we're closing and um, I know we've gone a little bit over today blame that on me for taking so much time of communion um, but that's alright um, here's the deal I know because you don't plan the services. You come and you're part of them and you sometimes have part play. You don't ever see the big picture. You don't, You can't. It's not what you're part of. But if you could see what I could see today on, on knowing that God's had a distinct message for us, it's been very clear. And God is for you. I don't think I've ever before came to communion with a piece of paper written down with, with the word saying, I just have to say this to you. God is with us. God is for us. And that's why we worship him. And then they came to Suzanne before church and said, I've never had a missionary in 30 years say, would you please play this song at the end of the service? Not one time. And to say, we really think you should play this song at the end of the service. The message is God is for you. God's trying to tell us something today. He's for us. He's with us. And with God's with us and for us, there's nothing that can't that God can't do. Amen? And so let's leave just with hearts. Filled with expectancy that God was speaking something specific to us today. And there's a reason for that. He wants to encourage your heart so you can go out and, and, and be his light. His light in the world. Amen? So God bless you, my friends. Have a wonderful day. The, the McClungs will be right outside the doors here at their table. If you got questions, go talk to them. Um, God bless you. Have a wonderful day in Christ. If you need prayer, we'll be up here to pray with you after church. But God bless you. Have a wonderful day
3: um, in Jesus.